Good morning. I'm speaking to you today from Eretz Yisrael, from Tzfas. Um, we're, we come every summer to be in the Machon Alta summer program. So Shalom Aleichem from Eretz Yisrael. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Balak. Um, fascinating Parsha, full of prophecies about the Jewish people. Um, and it's also the 17th of Tammuz, Shiva Asur Tammuz which is typically a fast day, the beginning of the three-week period of mourning for the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, or both Bati Mikdash. And of course on Shabbos we don't fast, and instead that fast is um, pushed off until Sunday. So when thinking about the Parsha and thinking about the date, there's one concept that comes to mind that stands out, and that's the concept of transformation or in Hasidic terms, the concept of ishapcha, which means to transform. In the Parsha, we have two of the arch enemies of the Jewish people. We have Balak, <coughs> the king of Moev, together with Bilam, who's this very evil, wicked uh, prophet, and both are extremely anti-Semitic, both hate the Jewish people and want to curse them. And uh, both of them are powerful people, both uh, powerful as far as uh, Balak is a king, and Bilam more so is powerful in his <coughs> prophetic abilities. So much so, <coughs> excuse me, that the Gemara says um, that the greatest prophet that ever lived by the Jewish people is Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Pasuk says, Le'kom Navi There was never a Navi, a prophet amongst the Jews like Moshe. Says the Gemara, by the Jews there wasn't a prophet like Moshe, but by the non Jews there was Bilam. Which means that somehow in prophecy, Bilam was equated in level of prophecy to Moshe Rabbeinu. So we're talking about an extremely powerful, um, sp- spiritually powerful person, um, and who's totally evil, and therefore is trying, is bent on using his negative powers against the Jewish people. And he sets out to do that, and his intention is to curse the Jews. And time and time again throughout the Parsha, those curses that he had in mind to give are transformed into great blessings. And in fact, the greatest blessings of the Torah for the Jewish people, lengthy, beautiful blessings, are in this week's Parsha. And furthermore, he's the one who also prophesizes the coming of Mashiach at, at length in a way that's not discussed throughout the entire Torah. So that the greatest prophecies and the greatest blessings are coming from the most evil person, who has the most evil intentions and will, and all of that is transformed to the most positive way to become a source of ideas and blessings and prophecies for the Jewish people. The same is when we think about the 17th of Tammuz, Shiva Sarba Tammuz. On the one hand, it's a fast day, beginning the period of three weeks of mourning for the destruction of the Besamikdash, um, in a sense, beginning the saddest period of the year, for the, for the Jewish people, and halachically, there are certain halachas are the three weeks, and all of them surround the concept of mourning um, for, the, for the Churban, for the destruction, and for the Golas. At the same time, we're told, the Rambam writes this, he writes this very clearly in his book of Halacha, that when Mashiach will come, not only will these days, whether it's Shiva, Sarbatamos, Tisha B'Av, not these days that are days of mourning, not only will we not mourn on these days, but to the contrary, these days will actually be transformed to days of happiness, to rejoicing, and to holidays, to Yamim Tovim. So that 
the negative element of these days will be ultimately fully transformed. Now that will be when Mashiach will come. But a taste of that we have this year and years like this when the actual fast day falls out on Shabbos. And on Shabbos there is no mourning. So Shabbos that day is not only a day where we don't mourn, but it's a day of transformation, a day of simcha. Because we recognize that everything that happens, even though when it's happening um, might feel and be very negative, uh, painful, hurtful, but if Hashem is doing it, there must be a deep, positive reason and meaning for it, and ultimately a very good reason for it, and a reason that's a happy reason. It's only that until the happiness of the reason is revealed to us, we mourn because we don't recognize it. And therefore, when Mashiach will come and we're going to recognize what was behind all of this destruction and behind all of this exile and gulls, and be able to appreciate it, then we'll actually celebrate it. Nowadays, we're not at that level because we don't see how it's all good. Yet on Shabbos, we get a taste of that. Shabbos is a time of spiritual rev- revelation, of a greater level of spiritual <coughs> presence or revelation in this world. And therefore on Shabbos we get a taste of what will be when Mashiach will come like. So just like then, these days of fasting, these days of mourning will be transformed to days of Simcha, and, and the Sha- when those days fall out on Shabbos, even in the time of Golos, they're days of celebration, and we're celebrating our recognition that though meanwhile, it's, it's, it's only gullus, it's only mourning, and it's only destruction. Yet we recognize and understand and believe um, that this is really all a, um, a greater good that Hashem has in mind and in store for us, and all of this is a stepping stone towards there. So therefore, when they come together, the Shabbos that talks about the transformation of evil prophets and prophecies to blessings and prophecies of Mashiach, Together with the 17th of Tammuz falling out on Shabbos, which is again about that concept of transformation. It's a time when we focus on this ability that we have to be able to, in our minds, recognize and ultimately in our hearts feel that even when things are difficult and negative in different levels, spiritually or physically, ultimately it's all for a greater good and will be transformed to something that's revealed as Simcha,